0: So welcome, welcome, thank you for your wonderful presence, today is part two of the visioning and creating your highest destiny, your highest future, how to actually manifest what you want, what you truly want in your heart and in your mind and in your soul, the highest version of you in this next year. And in the last session, if you didn't listen to it or you might need a reminder, we talked about creating a vision, a holistic vision. And really gleaning the benefit from the past because life is always teaching us lessons. If we're willing to receive the lessons, there's learning at every step. If we make so-called mis Takes, then we can learn from them. We can learn from it. And if we don't learn the lesson, we'll learn it again and again until we do learn. So life's always trying to help us to course correct. So we talked about taking the lessons from the past. And if you haven't listened to that session, you can listen to it on the podcast, Spiritual Recharge. And we also talked about holistic visioning, holistic goal setting where you get really clear on what it is you'd love to create in the coming year, what you'd like to feel, what you'd like to see, who you'd like to become, because realistically, it's not the stuff that really matters much to us, really and truly. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have more money and more wealth and more freedom and you know better travel and everything like that. It's very nice, but if we're unhappy, doesn't mean anything so it's more who we become the sort of person that we become the sort of experiences that we have in ourselves that's ultimately what is most meaningful when we feel like we've come alive when you feel like you're alive (laughs) and you're living your dharma then life is meaningful and that's really the main thing to to work towards to attain to feel and Manifesting physical things is really just a means to become the highest version of ourselves. So in this session, we're going to be going into how do you turn your visions, whatever they are, into a tangible, practical, step-by-step, real plan that actually works. This is where a lot of people kind of miss, miss the mark or they don't know how to do this. Because vision without action is hallucination. If you've ever had visions and they haven't happened, then... A big part of it is most likely because it hasn't been turned into tangible things that you can do. Sometimes the vision is just too big and it takes longer than we think, but a lot of the time we're just not aligned practically in a a tangible day-to-day real basis. And this was always, for many years, this was my personal downfall. I had all these wonderful visions on the wall and these elaborate vision boards. I had this huge wall, I remember, in my house in Hawaii. Massive wall, this big room with huge high ceilings. The whole wall (laughs) was full of vision board. It was a massive over-the-top vision board. But I hadn't figured out how to actually do the things that would lead to those things actually happening. And so what I would find is that one year to the next, the vision board was still on the wall, but my life hadn't changed very much because I hadn't learned how to do these things that I'm gonna be sharing with you today. Once I discovered this, then everything changed completely. Then I started actually practically manifesting the things I wanted, making the changes I wanted, creating the results I wanted, And, you know, as you start getting confidence, you can start taking on bigger things. And it's really fun. So get a pen and paper if you haven't already, because we're going to go through this. And you're going to end up at the end of this session with a really, really solid calendar of practical, genuine things that are in your control that are going to lead to what you want. So what we're going to be focusing on here today is what are the highest level, most profound things out of everything that you could be doing, that's going to actually make the biggest difference. If you've heard me talk about this before, you've probably heard about the fact that only a few things in life have a very profound effect and most things don't really make that much difference. The 80-20 rule basically says that roughly 20% of what we do, which is probably less, could be 5% of what we do, has often 95% of the impact. So there's really a tiny number of things that are really, really extremely powerful and a very huge number of things, most things that aren't going to change Much at all So finding out what they are Is the most important thing And then what we're going to do Is focus on putting those specific things Into a calendar So that you can actually do that In a real way And we're also going to be Focusing on trying stuff out Trying things out Because It's only when we do something that we can get feedback. Oftentimes we might put things off or not even try a little bit. And we're never going to know what's going to work if we don't try. So just open yourself up this year, whenever you're listening to this, to try stuff out. (laughs) Just try it out. One of the things I've learned in life is that if you just try a little bit, you might find out that it's easier than you thought. You know, you might get some feedback. You might, that one thing you do that's a little bit outside your comfort zone can then lead you to something else that leads you to a person who can help you with something. And the next thing you know, it's all done, right? It's all happened. But that initial little step, we just have to be willing to try it out. And another principle before we, Jump into the details is to remember that right now you're in a good space, you're listening to this, you're thinking high level, you're focusing on the big picture, you're in a higher state of consciousness. In a couple months from now, you could easily have a situation where there's loads of things happening and you might get a little bit stressed out, overwhelmed, you know, you might get sick, you might get tired. You know, there all sorts of stuff. You might have relationship issues. We don't know what's going to happen. But we do know life is a bit crazy and the world is a bit crazy. So we need to set ourselves up so that even if we're having a rough time, even if in a few months we have some issues come up, we can still move forward and we still know what we're doing. So one of the key things is to schedule in advance the things that are going to make the biggest difference right now. to schedule it in advance. One of the best quotes I've ever heard is, if it's not scheduled, it's not real. Right? You ever heard that quote? If it's not scheduled, it's not real. So we might have all these wonderful ideas about all these things we want to do, but unless it's actually scheduled, we're probably not realistically going to do it i have a friend of mine from years ago who i've been sort of he he and i've nearly talked to each other for the last year but we actually have never spoke because it's never been scheduled right he's like when's a good time I was, "Oh, call me around this time and it just never happened in order to talk to somebody it has to be Scheduled. But talking to people is one thing. But doing these high-level things, if they're not actually in our in our calendar on a specific day, if we don't plan this stuff out, then what will happen in real life is we'll be busy. We'll always be busy doing something else in the now, and then we won't do it. So To start, just have a look at your vision or remember your vision. What is it that you want to create? What are the things that are most important to you? And right now, I'd like you just to write down the top 10 things, just to rewrite them. Get a piece of paper, if you haven't already, on your journal, fresh page. What are the tangible, practical things you'd like to manifest in this next year, just even if you've written them down, rewrite them, just to remind you, and just remember, the more you rewrite down what you want, by the way, the more you physically write it down, pen and paper, every time you write it down, you're reawakening that reality, you're, it's almost like calling it forth, <laughs> and it, it activates part of your brain, it activates part of your consciousness, it starts to Bring it to life. It's like drawing your fortune. So one thing is to write it down once and stuff it in a a cupboard somewhere and forget about it for the year. It's another thing to remember it and to rewrite it, to feel it. So just write down your top 10 things that you'd love to create in this coming year. And then we're going to pick the top three to focus on right now. So I'll give you a couple minutes just to rewrite the things that you want that you'd love to bring forth to experience to create. These could be things you want to have, physical things, could be Changes in relationships or changes in your health. Changes in your environment. could be living in a new place. Doing new things. Feeling new things. It might be a change in consciousness. (laughs) Change in identity. Just remind yourself. And as you write it down, feel it. Notice which of those things feel really good to you in your being. and now just finish up doing that now we're going to pick which are the top three to focus on right now because remember if we try and do too many things then our energy is diluted i have learned this the hard way i used to try and do about 15 things at once and nothing about really happened (laughs) it's only when i decided to focus on one or two things at a time that I actually got anything done. So it's really important. Of course, you can achieve a lot of things, but when you give lots of energy to the things that matter most for the time they need, then they actually happen. So how are you going to pick these top three things? What we're looking for, what you're looking for is which of those things are going to have the most profound effect on you and your life. And which of those things are going to affect other things? I'll give an example. And sometimes, by the way, this is different from what you think. Here's an example from my own personal life. I love to create stuff. As you probably have noticed, I like to write books and do courses and all these things, calls and everything. I like videos. It's fun and games, right? I like to create. What I've realized, though, is that the highest leverage thing I can do is actually not to create anything, is to become very good at management and leadership, because I've got to the point in my life where I can't grow what I'm doing unless I become a better leader and a better manager and better at hiring and better at getting uh, a good team working together. And I have avoided that because I've been wanting to focus on creation. But realistically, the highest leverage thing I can do is to pull back from that temporarily and become an excellent manager and leader, team builder. It's a different skill. It's not something I've given that much of my focus. So that's not what I expected, but that's actually realistically what I need to do. So sometimes these things that you might need to do are different from what you're used to doing are different from what you're normally doing and what you're thinking you should be doing. Just tune into this, which of your ideas is going to lead to the highest level impact. Just pick the top three and also just tune into what is the best order of things, because certain things lead to other things. Oftentimes, for example, if we focus on our health or our own well-being really sincerely from our heart, the change in ourself allows us to become <laughs> the sort of person that can do the other things that we want to do. And until we make those inner shifts, we actually aren't able to do those things. So you you know, deeper part of you already knows these things. So just tune into it and let's pick the top one thing to do, the top one thing. And we can always, you can always go back and use the same method we're going to do now to, to, figure out how to do the other thing. So just pick number one. You can circle it on your page. What is the number one thing we're going to focus on right now? Your big goal number one. And you might want to focus on this for one month, two months, three months. You know, give it the time it needs to do this one thing really, really, really well. Because doing one thing really well is going to ultimately lead to a lot more Profound changes in your life than doing ten things a little bit. Yeah, doing one thing really well. So what we're going to go into is first of all the specific, clear actions you can take to make that happen. Then we're going to focus on how to measure your success because when you start tracking your yourself, then you start to feel your success and you want to keep it going. Then we're going to create timelines so you know when and where you're going to do it and finally we're going to set up some sort of accountability so that you actually do it. We, we need to do these things. These four things by the way is what makes it happen in a real way. Until I learned this stuff I wasn't able to actually follow through with my ideas because there'd always be something that comes up and stops me. Once you have all these things in place, then even if you have a bad day, even if you get sick, even if everything falls apart, you can still pull it off (laughs) because you've set yourself up for success in advance. So the first thing is, uh, once you've got your one idea that you're going to focus on, what are the specific actions you can take? To make that happen, right? So I'm going to give you an example of writing a book. Just This could be a proxy for meditation or doing a course or starting a coaching program or moving house or making more sales or changing a relationship or any, anything, right? I'm just going to give a ex- book example just so that you've got something to imagine. So if you wanted to write a book... What are the specific actions that are involved in writing a book? Well, there's obviously researching titles and topics and information. There's writing the actual book. There's learning about writing programs, you know, best software. There's how to write a book, trainings. There's writing coaches. There's a a whole bunch of things that, that you could do connected to writing a book. And... They're a little bit abstract. What we want to get down to is the specific when and where. What are you going to do? When are you going to do it? And where are you going to do it? So in the book example, it would be I am going to write my book sitting at my desk with a cup of tea between 5 and 7 a.m. let's say that's extremely clear and then you could put that in, in the schedule and you could make sure you're sitting at the desk with the computer with your tea at that time all of a sudden it goes from a nice idea to something real it's scheduled it's tangible you can you can actually experience it if you wanted to start doing more meditation then what type of meditation are you going to do? What are you going to think? Or what are you not going to think? When are you going to do it specifically? And where are you going to do it? Right? This, this is what makes it real. And until you get this level of specificity, it doesn't tend to happen at all. Even deeper than this is to attach your actions to something else you already do. So, for example, with the writing, this is this is something that I did for many, many years. I would wake up in the morning, do meditation, and then after my meditation, I would make tea and then I would write for two hours, right? Because I already got up. I already did meditation and then I'm going to write after that. So if you can attach it, so if you wanted to to do meditation, it might be I wake up in the morning, then I have something to drink you know, freshen up in the bathroom, then I do my meditation, right? So you connect it to things that are already happening. So take a moment now just to think about what are the specific actions that you can take towards this goal, this one part of your vision, and tune into what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and where you're going to do it practically. Just take a couple minutes now to write that down. Imagine your life, imagine your day. Where and when does it fit into your actual real day or your real week? If possible, attach it to something that already happens in your life. So when you do the other thing, then you can do this new thing that you want to do. I, I like to actually build a lot of my um, practices into tea and coffee rituals <laughs> because I drink a lot of tea, you know, and I like tea. So when I have my tea, then I'm going to do this, you know, it might be my first tea of the day or my second tea. I have caffeinated and uncaffeinated teas, you know, so it, or it could be other things like that. So what are you going to do when you're going to do it and of course you know there's lots of other things in your life that you're going to do anyway you know there's different things you do just generally because you have a life already lots of things happening we're adding in these really 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 high level profound different things that are going to change your life and making sure they have a slot in your life and One thing I highly recommend you do, you could even do this now, is to actually put it in your calendar. If you use a physical calendar or a, uh, you know, Apple calendar or Google calendar or whatever you use, actually physically put these things in your calendar. If you need to. It's, it's well worth putting them in your calendar, because if it's not scheduled, it's not real. And put it in your calendar for the next 12 weeks. Because if we don't actually make the time, what will happen inevitably is we'll get caught up in other stuff, and then it won't happen. This is, it sounds simple, but this is actually what makes things really, really change in our lives as we stick this high, 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 high level, super powerful things in our calendar. We know exactly when we're going to do it. You know, and and by the way, like if you say I'm going to do this thing at 10 o'clock and you can't do it till 11, fair enough. Don't worry about it, but just make sure it's in there. You know, be a bit flexible. You want to have some flexibility, but just make sure that whatever it is that's important to you is clearly sacred 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 time and nothing can touch it that's absolute top priority wonderful next thing is to measure what matters why do we measure things why do we track things i used to not do this as well by the way i'm a convert been converted to measuring things because what happens when we measure things is we start to gain enthusiasm. This is just a proven proven fact, a scientific human nature fact, is that when you start measuring stuff, it starts inspiring you. We want to measure the right things, by the way. So say, for example, let's say um someone wants to do yoga every day, right? I have one of my clients who wants to do yoga. She started measuring it. She started ticking it off every day on her calendar. And once she'd done like 10 days, she's like, well, I'm going to keep going. And I think she's done now, I don't know, I think it's been about 60 days or 80 days or something, some big amount of days consistently every single day because she started sticking a little tick in her calendar. Now she's just got it in her, it's in the bag now. If someone wants to avoid a bad habit and they start ticking off every day they don't do a bad thing, that they don't want to break their streak. This is just how it works. So what you want to do, let's say you want to write a book. You're not going to finish the book until it's done. So that's going to be a one-off event, right? So you can't just measure finishing the book because that only happens once. But you can measure every day that you spent writing or every day you did meditation or every day you worked on a project, if you want to work on any project you're not going to finish it today you're not going to finish it tomorrow you're not going to finish it the next day but you can work on it and you can measure that you did that little thing and what it does it gives us confidence it gives us success it gives us a good feeling we love to see our progress so you give yourself a goal of just doing that thing it's so powerful, it's so beautiful, it's so compassionate and loving towards ourselves to do this. So, how can you measure a small part of what you want to do so that it feels good to you, so that you're, you're cheering yourself on as you go along in the process? So, for example, I was... I was sharing about how one of the things I need to do right now is focus on management and leadership. And I'm working on a leadership management training and teaching. And also I'm going to have meetings with people and lots of different management leadership type activities. So I can give myself a tick, you know, and I can measure how long am I doing those things. The end result is going to be a a successful, happy, inspired, Team, right? That's going to take a while to build that out in a big way, but I can give myself measurements of the little things that I do every day towards that. So, in your goal, what are the little things you can do to measure it? And how are you going to measure it? Could you put it in your calendar? Could I mean I'm, I'm a big fan personally of having a physical calendar and putting gold stars on the calendar. Those gold star stickers. <laughs> There's nothing better than uh, seeing a long line of gold stars. It really really works. Or it could be ticks on a calendar or it could be some other way. you could measure it on, you know if you if you're a little bit more techy, you could do Excel spreadsheets and all that stuff. Or if you're a bit more old school then calendars with stars are really, really, really effective. Right, just tune into it. How can you measure it? Think about it and come up with something that's going to work for you. And and by the way, give yourself an easy win because if what you're doing is really hard, then you want to make it as you give yourself a tick for the smallest little thing that you do. So let's say you want to do meditation or yoga every day, right? Exercise. And don't say, I'm going to do two hours a day, because you might not do two hours a day. But if you do any, then you get yourself a gold star. <laughs> so if you go for a walk down the street to the mailbox, right, you get a gold star. Because at least you did something, you got out of the house and you did it. If it's if it's two, three hours of a hard thing... you. One day you're going to be busy or you're sick or something happens or you feel upset or something and you're not going to do it and then you're not going to get a gold star and then you lose the streak. So you want to think what is the something that you can do that's going to feel good, that you can measure, that you can do every day towards your your goal. Right? All we need to do all of these four things that I'm talking about because they all work together and they all support each other. The third thing, once you've figured out what you're going to measure, how you're going to measure it, if in doubt, just do gold stars and ticks. It really works. The third thing is timelines or deadlines. What do you want to have done by certain times? Right. Any meaningful project or any meaningful transformation has some sort of goal, timeline. Even, even the highest level spiritual teachers in the world, highest level, they have messages like, make a plan, make a date for by when you're going to have personal transformation. Within the next three months, have a goal that this is the thing that is different in your consciousness, <laughs> right? So even if it's a change in consciousness, we need a date. Uh, uh, at, until what point? When are we going to make that change? So there's been examples of giving up anger, giving up negativity, giving up negative thoughts. When's the when? By when is it going to happen? So think about your your goal, this one thing you've chosen, what are the little smaller timelines, deadlines along the way? So if you're writing a book, when do you want to get the first draft finished? or When do you want to get the first chapter finished? Whatever it is. When, what about the second draft? What about the third draft? When do you want to get it completely finished by? If we have no deadlines, then we typically just put things off. We, I mean, it's just just think about it, your own life. If there's no end, then we just don't finish anything. I mean, this has been my experience many, many, many times. If I give myself an unlimited time to create a video, I'll probably never finish it. If I give myself a day, then it will be done by the end of the day. So, even with these calls, if we didn't have them scheduled, we wouldn't be doing them. <laughs> so... Think about the deadline, when, when are your deadlines? Just take a moment to think, When, by when do you want to finish certain things? And by the way, this is completely up to you, make it reasonable. And then you have something to, f- to help you focus, to help you navigate your energy. This is really just a way of focusing your energy. When you have a deadline, then your energy gets gets focused to allow that to happen. Take a couple minutes now to write down your deadlines, your lifelines, your timelines, whatever you want to call them, and schedule that in your calendar. You can either do that now or, or after this, when you have a bit of time. Just put the deadlines in your calendar so you can see them. People who put this stuff in their calendar are the ones who make the biggest changes. They actually happens. Wonderful, wonderful. And by the way, you can always change these deadlines if you have to. But it's good to have something there that you're working towards sincerely, <laughs> because it it really changes the game when you're. It makes it real. It's like imagine if you have a plane ticket, a non-refundable plane ticket. But I had a refundable plane ticket I was supposed to leave yesterday to go back to Hawaii and because it was refundable I decided to cancel it and stay here in Sedona because I you know it felt easier to stay here and get some stuff finished if that plane ticket had been non-refundable right I would have been on that plane and I would be in Hawaii right now I don't regret it but I'm just saying when it when things are really solid and they're clear and you can't get out of them then you actually do it and then the fourth thing the last thing to make this happen and you can then apply this to any other goal you have is accurate accurate accountability this is absolutely critical How can you be accountable? Because remember, this is your own life. this is your own goals. this this is for you. How can you be accountable to do those to do those things? And why do we have accountability? We have accountability because we have two parts of our nature. We have our higher self that wants to do all this stuff, right, which is why you're here writing this thing these things down and this is why you have these visions. This is why you wanna to, want to have the best life you can, right? There's your your higher self. And then <laughs> everyone know we all know this. We have another part of us that is a bit afraid, that likes to stay in the comfort zone, that likes to do the same old thing over and over again, that doesn't want to change, that right? You know you have that. I have that, we all have that. And when we get triggered then we can can sabotage ourselves, right? We need to learn how to love all parts of ourselves. We need to learn how to heal all these things and transform these things, right? That's a lifetime's work. Accountability. Accountability is a way that we can get the support we need to follow through on our higher self. It's kind of strengthening up, shoring up, your highest intentions is giving, giving energy, giving support to your higher self to protect you against the storms of life from outside and from inside. We're just being humble and saying there will be storms and some of these storms are going to be fierce And if we don't have help, we're going to be taken down with the storm. So accountability is protection from the storm. So how can you be accountable? I'll give some examples. I have an accountability coach who I talk to every week. And my coach asks me, just a very simple thing. What are you working on? What's your highest level things? Did you do them or not, right? And just by having someone that I talk to who's not part of my usual life, it helps me be held accountable. We also offer that same support to our students as well because we all need that. You can also do something like that with your family and friends or mentors. You can... You can also get public accountability, where you post what you're doing on some social network, some group. There, there can be groups of people who wish you well, who would like to hear your progress. We can, of course, be held accountable to a higher power. Only problem with that is that God is. Invisible, right? And we can hear God's voice if we're quiet enough and listen. And we are ultimately accountable to the highest on high anyway. And we always will be. It's also useful to have a physical person who can call you up. And <laughs> will see you in person. Or to send you a text or a message or whatever it is. So how can you get some, build in some accountability to do those things that are going to really change your life? Who can help you? or what help can you get? And by the way, the more the merrier. The more the merrier you know if you have like seven layers of accountability <laughs> you're going to definitely do it if you have one layer it's better than none if you have no layers then you know you're kind of it's kind of hoping for the best really so accountability is a sign that we're taking our life seriously we're taking our our love seriously we're, we're having compassion for ourselves we really want to go for it it's a really good sign that when we when we say, I am going to get the help I need, could be a coach, could be a group, public accountability is extremely powerful, because people expect you to do it, like if you were to post, I'm doing this thing for 90 days, and today is day number one, day number two, day number three, right, after a while, people start to expect to see that and they can hold you accountable. Why didn't you post today? What happened? (laughs) It can be very, very, very effective. So think about that. And remember this is only accountability for these very high level things don't worry about all the other stuff in your life because you're going to do that anyway we're focusing on one thing at a time one main thing at a time All right, so let's just recap where we're at here. This this is basically the essence of it. Is that you've got your highest vision of yourself. You've then written down all the things you'd like to create. You've then picked the top three, and out of that, we pick one, the main thing that's going to make the biggest, biggest, biggest difference to you in your life. You then got really clear on... What is the specific actions that you can take? And by the way, if you don't know what to do, then the action would be find out someone who does know, because I guarantee you somebody else has figured this out and can tell you or can help you figure it out if you're not sure. But you probably do know. What are the main things? What are the things? When are you going to do it? Where are you going to do it? What are you going to do? Really, really specific specific, really clear. Put it in your calendar. I'm going to do this exact thing at this time in this place. Then we've come up with a measurement. It's like the, the big goal is the thing you get at the end, but this is a stand-in goal, proxy goal. What is the thing that you can measure that's the progress that you can make along the way? And we want to really cheer ourselves on and, and have some way of tracking this, measuring it. Gold stars, checks on the list, Excel documents. I mean, there's thousands of ways of tracking things. But the more you vis- visibly see it and even share it with other people to see your goals, that's going to help. Because you get that inspiration, you get that, that momentum, that streak... This is how Snapchat, there's an app called Snapchat. They get all these little kids addicted to it because they created something called streaks where they, how many days in a row have they talked to somebody? And once they've done like 100 days, they don't want to break their streak. So it it works for the good or the bad, but we're using it in a very positive way. We want to create a positive winning streak of doing these really powerful things. And remember, sometimes it might be a little thing that you do, but doing it again and again and again and again and again leads to the transformation that you want. Third thing we do is timelines, putting deadlines in your calendar as well, specifically when do you need to finish certain things by in order for you to get what you want. The more clear it is, the more you can prioritize your energy and then finally we talked about accountability, making sure that you get the help that you need to manifest those things and the more the merrier the more the merrier, this is this is really what the, the highest level people they have lots and lots and lots and lots of accountability set up Oftentimes, by the way, it's social accountability. For example, a lot of spiritual teachers, how are they held accountable? They're held accountable by doing talks, by being public, by doing all this stuff. They can't get away with anything because they're so public. So they're forced into a higher state of consciousness due to their position. That's a form of accountability. Right? So there's loads of ways of doing it. You pick the one that's going to work best. And now let's just take a moment just to reflect on all these things. And you can, by the way, go into this same process you've just done now with other things later on. But try and focus on one or two things at the most for the next 90 days, because that's going to actually make it happen. It's much, much better to get some really big things done than lots of little things that don't actually ever get finished. I'm telling you from years of personal experience. Makes a big difference. So let's wrap this up with a little meditation, a little visualization. Imagine the next 12 weeks ahead of you. Imagine yourself doing those specific actions that are leading you to the transformation, the shifts in consciousness, the changes in your body, in your mind, in your life, in your relationships, in your wealth, in your success, whatever it is. Imagine yourself doing those things, feeling the shift in your body, feeling the shift in your psyche, in your life, in your environment. As you do those things every day, Imagine yourself doing those little things that are a little bit difficult but lead you step by step towards your highest path. Imagine yourself Filling in your calendar, giving yourself gold stars and ticks and blessings, (laughs) getting your streak, your momentum going. Just imagine yourself getting the support, the accountability that's going to really help you in reaching those lifelines where you do those things and you feel really good about it and you notice the shifts happening. and notice the the good feeling of achieving of becoming it's not the, really the the things it's what you become who you become by doing these things that's the main the main thing is who have you become by doing these things by being in that way Mm-hmm. isn't that beautiful such a shift such a beautiful feeling and just tune into what is the next step that you can literally do today or possibly tomorrow if it's late when you're listening to this what's the next step tangible next step you can do you might want to rewrite these things a bit more clearly you might want to Upgrade your calendar a little bit. What What are the next step or next steps that you're in your power? Remember, we want to make sure everything we're doing is within our control. We can't control other people, but we can choose to do these specific things that are in our power. And when can you do that next step? Ah yes, congratulations. Congratulations. And so what I recommend you do to really ground this in is to reread your ultimate vision for your year, for yourself. In the other session, we talked about making it into like a story. I wake up, I open my eyes in a year from now, and I see this, I feel this. Re-reread that, maybe turn it into a vision board, vision movie. So you feel it, re-experience that again and again. You might even want to rewrite it every day or once in a while. The more you bring that to life, the more you bring that to life, the more you get excited about it. And then bring it back to these tangible, powerful, practical things. Schedule them. Really take action. Some, some days you might not be able to do the whole thing that you wanted to do but do some of it. For example, when I was writing a lot, I might not be able to write for two hours. I might sometimes wake up late or I might have an appointment early in the morning, so I can't do the whole thing. But I'll at least write something so that I keep the streak, give myself a gold star. So whatever it is, just if it's a daily thing you're doing, just figure out a way of ideally doing the whole thing. But if, if you have a some stuff comes up or you're traveling or you're not feeling right or whatever it is you can still do something a little bit little by little because it, it really counts it makes a big difference to build momentum And then once you've done these things, you'll start to feel that transformation, feel that confidence, feel that energy shift, feel that you're becoming something different. You will eventually, whether it's in 90 days or sooner or even later, potentially, you'll manifest this one thing that you want, one or two things. Then you can move on to the other things, right? And you have that confidence, you have that experience that you can repeat this process again and again and again. Ideally, if you want, you can have three big goals for the year scheduled out in your calendar. If you schedule them out, then you don't want to do the whole year. You want to have some space, obviously. But the clearer you are on what you're doing, the more you're going to actually get it done and the more you're going to make it happen. This is, this is what the highest level people do, is they have a schedule f- for a year in advance or even longer because they know that time is precious, your time is precious. So really get clear about these things. Feel the vibrations, make it real so you are pulling the future back into your being right here, right now. And every day. Ah, So let's just take a moment to send blessings to yourself, to everyone here listening, to everyone listening in the future. May Just send your good wishes. May everyone achieve the highest level of success in the most graceful way possible. May we all focus on what matters most. And not allow ourselves to waste time in waste thoughts and negativity. Just let it all go and focus on the highest, most beautiful, most profound, most compassionate feelings, energy, vibrations and actions. And wishing you a happy, blessed, beautiful new year. And may all of your visions manifest, even more than that. (laughs) And be amazed. Amaze yourself. Amaze yourself this year. And enjoy it. Enjoy the whole process. You now know how to do it. You now have it all clear. You can always come back and listen to this if you need to for this goal or other goals. I'm sending you so much love and appreciation and I'm looking forward to hearing what you create as these sacred days come and go with your love, with your good vibrations, as you become the highest version of yourself. Talk to you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day many many blessings talk to you soon